Some pupils at Tubelisha Township in Velkom missed a day of learning following continued tensions on Wednesday morning as angry residents claim they could not send their children to school. A parent, Tsidiso Jakarta, says they are concerned about the future of their children. It's very frustrating for all of us as parents because we are expecting our uh, children to pass their exams. But due to the current situation, it is very uneasy for us as parents, even one if you could ask to fetch a child from the school. It's very dangerous because we are not aware, we are not even uh, updated of the situation. Children were released early from school on Tuesday, while others did not go to school on Wednesday. Some of the learners had this to say. Our teacher said we must go home because we are not going to sit at school because they want they want to kill us and me. I don't want to, I don't want to die by myself. Because I am scared about dead people because he, will, he want to kill me and he say, because he said, do not go in, in this way. Uh, that's why I'm scared. One of the residents, Palisa Macy, says she became a victim when the gangs clashed in front of her at a local store. I was at a fast food drain to grab something to eat and I heard noise and when I turned around, um, I saw one of the gangsters taking out a knife. That's when I acted in intuition and jumped over the fast food joint counter and that's when I fell and hurt my face. Police say a case of murder and public violence have been opened. I'm Ishmael Mudiba in Velgom. Meanwhile, classes have resumed at the Wiseman Secondary School in Tsepisong, west of Johannesburg, this after a two-day disruption. That disruption followed last week's incident in which a learner was allegedly caught selling dacha at the school. Now, he was suspended, and following his suspension, about four people suspected of being his suppliers uh, reportedly arrived at the school with firearms and threatened the school principal, her staff, and patrollers on Friday. The principal teachers then stayed away from a school until late yesterday morning and still there was no learning. So let's hear what some of the parents at that school had to say about the situation. We just want our children back in the classrooms. As parents, we are here to support the teachers, calling on them to return to the classroom. There are people selling drugs and cigarettes here, even lunch boxes containing drugs. We've committed, we're not just going to preach safety alone. We have committed to prioritizing safety. There are holes in the fence where criminals enter the premises. Those are some of the issues we will deal with. We'll work hard to this what achieve. And ending that uh, clip is the chairperson of the Wiseman Secondary School Governing Body, David Khaba. And joining us on the line now, spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education, Elijah Mtsanga. Elijah, good afternoon and welcome to Update at Noon. Sakina, good afternoon. Thank you so much for inviting me. Firstly, uh, starting with the situation at Wiseman Secondary School, yesterday teachers arrived late morning and there was no learning or teaching taking place. Uh, Can you just update us as to to how they fared today? Was there any learning and teaching and did they start on time? Well, there were some attempted learning, but uh, there were deceptions again because the situation is still not uh, stabilized. People are still not sure of what is taking place there because the the the, the violence there and what has been taking place has uh, caused a lot of uh, uh, problems. Uh, parents are not comfortable taking their kids to school and uh, they are also worried that something uh, is not being done as fast as they want to try to deal with the perpetrators 
of of, uh, of 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 the of the situation who have really caught deception uh, in, in those in the school. It was, of course, a very uh, worrying situation with, you know, these uh, people brandishing firearms arriving at the school. So what's the department doing to ensure the safety of learners and teachers? You know, strangely enough, we're in the portfolio committee on basic education on Tuesday talking exactly about this matter. We're presenting to them what we think should happen, but really there's not much new in it except to say that we need to get together communities to assist us to deal with these situations because we become victims of the situation where um, people come and sell drugs and other illegal items to learners who are in school and uh, they lure our learners and uh, get them involved in uh, activities that are not proper. As a result, it causes disruptions because the drugs that they consume, um, they, they cause mental issues. I mean, teachers complain that after lunch it's difficult to teach because young people are high on drugs and they're disruptive and they provoke teachers and there are fights and all of those things. So we, we, we cannot uh, fight this on our own as education. We also need help. We need help from the police. We need help from the community policing forum. We need help from the SDB. But we need help from the community in general because these people who come with these firearms, at the end of the day, they go back to some house, somewhere in that very community where the school is located, and nothing happens to them. They're not arrested. And they just continue as though it's normal business. And that can no longer be allowed because um, the people that suffer are the learners and, and our teachers who are fearful for their lives. Elijah, in that regard, uh, did anyone, were they able to identify any of those uh, uh, assailants that came to the school? Yes, they've been identified. I mean, they are known. There are people who live in that area. All that we need now is for the police to to arrest them and take them to jail so that we can go to the next step of bringing evidence against them. And our hope is that no one will come forward and, and withdraw the charges or witnesses must also come through because it gets difficult when it gets to that point where evidence has to come through because if it's a gang, then people are afraid that you are going to send our members to jail, we will deal with you, you know? So threats become the order of the day and uh, the, the case collapses because there's no evidence and there are no witnesses coming through to um, support the, 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 the state's case to ensure that these people are convicted. So in that situation, it becomes very difficult. So we want a situation where there's cooperation because if everyone works together, then we're able to, to deal with them because in all the cases, the, 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 the thugs are in a minority. The, 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 the assailants are always in a minority, so we should be able to deal with them. But for some reason, it's taking long to address this. Have the police indicated why they haven't yet affected any arrests? Well, they are communicating with the, with the provincial education department. Uh, I, I have no information regarding that, but we hope that because it's something that happened in the open and there were many people, they should be able to deal with it as quickly as possible. Uh, because we we don't want to feel like we're losing trust in our police service. We want them to act swiftly to deal with these things. 
the, the kids there were, were terrorized, they are fearful. Some of them, these things affect them in more ways than we can imagine, and they will not want to go to those schools anymore because of the violence that has taken place. And that's not something that we want the young ones to go through, not now, not ever. So we need to really come together and deal with these things. As I said, the people who do these things are always small in number. So we need to make sure that we, we deal with them once and for all, put them in jail, if be, for a very long time.